Welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. This is episode number 294. My name is Carlos Alvarez and I'll be your host for the show. Wow, I almost forgot that for a second. <laughs> 294, that's a lot. With today's topic, this is uh, that's kind of uh, ironic that, I, that, I'm, that I'm forgetting it in the actual intro. On today's episode, I have a very close friend, serial entrepreneur, uh, an e-commerce and YouTube veteran, Rob Stanley. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thanks, Carlos. Thanks, Carlos. Great, great uh, topic today, right? Something uh, a lot of people don't talk about, but a lot of people get asked. I get asked all the time about podcasts, all the time. Like, how do you do it? What what tools are you using? And we'll, we should definitely get into all those. But uh, I'm going to give you a quick little background on kind of how I got started podcasting. Um, well, a lot of people already know, probably if you heard any, uh, you know, any of the podcasts I've been on talking about myself, uh, you know, I, I was a seller for 20 years, uh, never really had a desire to do a podcast 20, you know, for those 20 years up until 2018, I was too busy running my business. Right. But, um, things have changed from 2018 being a seller now from 2018 to now, things are definitely different. You know, you got to build that brand out. You got to build the, the company. You want to talk about your backstory. Uh, you know, if there's maybe somewhere that your company is, um, contributing to whether it's a, you know, a cause or something like that. You want to be able to get in and talk about it, not just on your website, but also spread the word, you know, let people understand and know about your brand. Uh, so around 2018, when I exited from my business, sold two businesses, uh, online business and Amazon business, I started working at Feedback Wiz. And, you know, Feedback Wiz, a small company then, I think I was employee number one other than the two owners. And when I got there, it was like, uh, you know, I am the marketing department. So we got to do a little of everything. So, you know, it, it was it was one of those things, probably after, you know, six months, we were kind of looking at how do we spread the word? How do we get the word out there about Feedback Wiz, about what we're doing, about the company? We're a small, you know, in-house company. Let, let's, how do we make a lot of noise? And uh, one of Your audio went out. Hold on. It's back. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. It kind of just cut out then. Uh, where so was I at on that? Do you remember? You said, you said one of the ways. What was I saying right before that? Like every other word of what you're saying now is going out. Is it? Hold on. Let me run everything through a test real quick. Sure. Test, 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 test. Sounds good. Sounds better than before, actually. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, no, <laughs> we'll no talk worries. about that, too. We should leave it in there just because they're, they're the life of podcasting, right? So uh, uh, where was I? I was talking about feedback whiz. I was talking about getting hired there. Was Did you miss all that part? or If you want to start just from feedback whiz, that way you can okay. get a good flow. That'll, that'll work. Yeah. 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 So I, I started at Feedback Wiz and, you know, being a small shop like that, a small marketing department, it's just me and a couple of the guys there. And we got to make a big blast. We got to kind of blast out, you know, here's what we're about. Here's what we're doing. Well, along the way, one of the things was suggested, let's, let's start a podcast. Now I've always wanted to start a podcast. Like even, even before I was at Feedback Wiz, I was like, man, that'd be so cool to do a podcast. I got all these crazy things that happen in e-commerce. I want to talk about and do, you know, 
tell everybody about and share information with. I mean, a lot of my background was sharing uh, via YouTube, you know, helping people uh, understand how to fix their iPhones. So it was kind of brought up, let, let's start a podcast. So we went and kind of didn't really do much research. We figured, okay, let's just use Zoom. Let's uh, get a microphone. I think we had actually a decent blue, what was it? Uh, Yeti blue microphone, which was great. Blue microphone. Yeti, yeah. Blue Yeti, Blue Yeti microphone. We had a webcam up on top of a TV in the conference room. And we're like, let's just go with it, right? Let's let's find people. So, you know, I went out and reached out to uh, David Nicolucci. We reached out to uh, Chris McCabe because at that time there was a big article had just been announced about how Amazon was cracking down. And this will be a funny one. Amazon's cracking down on false feedback, right? Seems to be a theme even to this day. But uh, so they they had actually highlighted uh, David Nicolucci and they highlighted uh, Chris McCabe in the article. So uh, Henson was like, why don't you reach out to them and see if we can get them on and tell them we're starting a podcast. I don't even think we technically had a name for the podcast then. It was just reach out, let's do an interview with them. Rob, you know how to do YouTube. We'll throw it up on YouTube and we'll figure out how we do the audio part. So I was like, okay, great. So I reached out to David Nicolucci. I couldn't do the Chris McCabe one. Henson handled that one. Uh, again, at the time, it was just like, let's create content, right? That, that's more what it was about. It wasn't necessarily uh, starting a podcast as more as just about content. And so I, I, and even to this day, I just saw David Nicolucci. Uh, it was about three weeks ago in Japan, actually. And we were just, and we were having a crazy conversation about him being on the first podcast I ever did and the first video. And if you go back and look, it is absolutely horrendous, by the way. It was absolutely horrendous. What I wasn't prepared? Was this was your was your first one? Was it was the mindset sort of like I'm going to live stream a video or I'm going to record a video, and then the podcast was more of a an afterthought that you're like I'm going to repurpose the audio somehow and I'm going to stick it out into all these different Apple, iTunes, Google Play stuff, or was it reverse? Like we're using video because it's easier. Like you and I are. We're kind of looking at each other on Zoom. We can see body language. We know when something's hitting or someone's confused versus not seeing that. And it was just audio. Yeah. I, I think at the time the play was the video because, because I had that background in YouTube, I could keyword it. I could really, you know, SEO, the titles, the descriptions and make it show up when people search uh, Chris McCabe you know, or whatever, who our guest was at that time. Plus, not really a lot of people were doing sort of the video and the audio, let's call it late 2018, early 2019 uh, in this Amazon world or in the service provider side. So, yeah, was it was more for the video. Um, and I'll go into a little bit on the audio side. So I, I, I get on with David Nicolucci. I, I'm really not prepared. I don't have a lot of questions for him. You know, I'm just talking about the article. Didn't have an intro. Didn't have anything. It's just like, hi, I'm Rob with Feedback Wiz, Dave Nicolucci. We're going to talk about this, right? It was that basic. Like, it was super basic. And, we're, and again, we're using Zoom. Uh, and we're not going live. This is not really a live thing. It was more just like, hey, let's just get through these first couple and figure it out. Uh, the background's literally a wall. I think there's a whiteboard back there with notes on it or something like that. It was it was pretty funny. Uh, so we I get through the interview. Uh and Henson gets through his, we uh, get them up on YouTube. They start getting a lot of views. So they're really doing really well. So Henson, I think at the time found Anchor. Anchor, it was a piece of software, which Anchor is actually owned by uh, Spotify now, just to kind of give you guys an idea if you want to go check out Anchor. 
Um, it's Spotify for podcasters now, I think is what it's called. Anyways, what you could do is literally we're doing all the editing. I was editing the video, editing the video. I'd extract the audio out. We'd upload it. The cool thing about Anchor was it would blast it out to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify Podcasts. I don't think it was Amazon, but you could use the RSS feed to send it to Amazon and all these other, whatever ones were out there. Like at that time, you could literally just put it up there and it did it all for you. So it was, it was pretty simple. You know, at the time I thought, how the heck do we get it all these different places? Well, you find out there's tools to do everything, right? Just like Katita is a tool, you know, everything, there's always a tool to help you with something. So we would put it up there. Uh, it was already edited. We had no, I don't even think there was an intro or outro, nothing. It, there, no music, no nothing. It's just basically, hi, this is Rob. And it started. So just kind of fast forward a little bit, because I, I don't want to tie everybody up on this, but you know, you start learning. We started doing things like, okay, let's change the background. I think uh, the whiteboard behind it <laughs> said hand writes a logo of feedback whiz, right? To, okay, let's put the banner back there. We have a, you know, this 10 foot banner we use at trade shows. Let's put that behind us. And I think at some point we started doing pop-ups. So then we we upgraded the microphone. I, I went and got a stand. We moved the camera closer. So it's got more like this three quarter image, right? Where you're three quarter in the screen, um, and, and we started uh, looking at, okay, where could we get like an intro? What are we going to call it? And I think that back then it was the Ecom Wiz podcast, I think is what we called it, the very first one. Um, and I went around on uh, Fiverr, found some people to do some audio intros for us, uh, started splicing those in, start coming up with a logo for it. Um, you know, it, it was just all the, uh, the evolving of it, right? And, and everything. And I, I see a lot of podcasters that's been around a long time, uh, the same thing, right? They say, go, go look at, or go listen to my first one. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I think we all were like that. It, you know, now there's so many helpful things to help you kind of start instantly better. Whereas it was like learning as we went, learning as we went and kind of adjusting as we went. And uh, I think Carlos probably agree. You know, it's just one of those things you were just doing it to do it, but also like you wanted to get that content out there. Now we were still heavily focused on the YouTube part, but the audio was doing really well. It was starting to pick up. There was, uh, I was listening to podcasts actually and picking up on things. That's how we kind of came up with the intro, the outro, like, hey, we should have an intro for this. Hey, we need a name for it. Hey, you know, we need to have this, this, and this. Like, and we had, it was more learning from others. And I think kind of selling on Amazon was a little bit that way, right? Like back in the day, at least back in the, call it 2012 to 2018 timeframe, some of it was, oh, that guy's really successful. Oh, we could find that product and sell it cheaper. Let's add this little feature to it and let's sell it. You know, So there, there was definitely, um, I wouldn't say as much creativity as more just like figuring out how to do it. When, when you say so, Carlos? Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. And feedback was, we're talking about 2018, right? Yeah, about 2018, 2019, yeah. So, so there really was not a lot of Amazon podcasts in 2018. I believe we're looking at like AMPM. Mm -hmm. And what else? Gosh, I, I don't even remember what was around back then. It was, it was yeah. very limited. At, at best, there was four, maybe. What you know, you, you, you have a lot more experience since then, um, a lot more experience than me in, in podcasting. What, what differences exist now, especially since we just touched on equipment? Um, and backgrounds and all that there like what's the differences now versus then like some of the major ones not like every little cable you use 
but what, what are some of those major differences and what was, if you can recall, or like ballpark it, what was sort of your cost per episode 2018 versus yeah. now? Yeah. So I would say, you know, most of the episodes ran, let's say 45 minutes approximately. So other than, you know, 45 minutes of my time, let's call it an hour, right? Uh, and then when I started getting to a point where I was prepping more, I was doing backgrounds, I was creating questions, uh, you know, so probably overall with the editing also, because remember, we are also splicing it into YouTube. So, you know, we're getting dual purpose out of it. So I would say probably each episode was running us two and a half, three hours of time. And that is so much less now. I mean, it's pretty much now, I'm, it's literally whatever it takes time for you and I to record. I mean, I don't edit everything. I, I, everything's on the fly now, but I would say, you know, probably three hours of my time. I, gosh, I don't even remember what I made back then. Let, let's call it a few hundred dollars, something like that. It was a couple hundred dollars to, to create a, a, a each episode, right? And we, were, we weren't even doing one a week. It was kind of like we do one every couple of weeks and then one week it was two and then one that was zero. So that wasn't very consistent. Yeah. And to be clear, the, the, the few hundred dollars you're saying, or the hundred to a few hundred dollars, that's because you're assigning a value to your time, not Correct. that you were uh, paying and, that, and people should do that, but like, yeah. not that you were paying, you didn't have a team of VAs built out and editors right. and all this other stuff. Out of curiosity, have you ever removed like ums and ahs? Have you ever gone down that road with podcasting? Like with what we're talking about? Oh my God. My wife does that. No, I didn't. So I've always been, uh, the, uh, in favor of doing natural podcasts. Uh, natural podcast, meaning if there's a mistake, we keep rolling with it other than audio cutting out, which you guys won't probably hear, but it did earlier. Um, you know, other than things like that, I'm not big on removing the ums and the ahs. I'd rather us flow. Now, if somebody starts coughing, I'm going to obviously go edit that out. And I have had that happen. Um, with and, me, and probably. <laughs> no, actually it wasn't with you. It was somebody else. They unfortunately uh, had a pretty bad uh, cough for almost two minutes straight. And uh, we went and edited that out, but uh, I, I am not big on doing that. I, I like the flow, right? Like I want it to be really what you're hearing between Carlos and I are the same conversations Carlos and I have in a car when we're at a trade show and we're just talking and we bring up a subject or we're at dinner, let's say for an hour, you're really hearing exactly what Carlos, this is what you, Carlos and I do. We just sit here. We will, we don't necessarily pick a subject, but a subject comes up. And Carlos and I will just talk about it. Oh, how are you doing this? How am I doing that? Oh yeah, I remember that whole scenario. So really the uh, podcast, I want it to be that feel like you're you're at a dinner with somebody, casual dinner, and, and you're just talking about a subject. That's the way I've always wanted uh, my podcast to always be because I feel it's more natural. I'm the same way. And you kind of hinted there. It seems like your your wife, because she has a podcast. What yeah, she does. She removes the ums and the ahs. She does. So So my wife actually... Uh, we'll talk a little more about equipment, but she grabbed all my old equipment. <laughs> I had 48 hours to teach her how to podcast before I got on a flight and how to use everything and edit everything and all that. And uh, she is big on, she spends hours editing out ums and ahs and all that stuff. And I am just like, just let it go. It, it, she's very, well, I wouldn't say she's new. She's about four months in. She's also one of those people that has to be a podcast every week, uh, which I kind of agree to now. Like back then I didn't necessarily, or I said, if you're just getting started, it doesn't have to be every week. You can skip a week here and there. Once you've built up an audience, yeah, they're expecting a podcast every week, but then there's tools we'll talk about that, you know, now, I mean, 
heck, my Solarnomics podcast is about a month and a half scheduled ahead already with pre-recorded stuff, including one with you that uh, is, is scheduled out. But yeah, I, I'm not big on doing that. I like I like to be natural, natural speaking between the two of us with mistakes. Just, just an FYI, I'm identical. I'm identical to you in that. But just an FYI, yeah. if you go to a podcast conference, like podcast movement or something like that, yeah. and you say that, like I said it with pride, like, I'm bold and vulnerable enough and, and all this just to like, let it flow and be natural. So natural podcasting is synonymous in these events as lazy podcasting and like the bane of the podcast network, just, just FYI. So you don't get ambushed like I did. Hey, look, um, I could see that in one way. If, if I'm doing this as a profession and I'm getting paid a lot of money to do this, I would definitely brush up the content, make it a lot cleaner. I would, uh, you know, have a lot more things involved. I'd clean up a lot of things and do a lot of things different. But the, th the reality is I'm talking to everyday people. Yeah, they're Amazon sellers, but really they're just everyday people. And a lot of, you know, this isn't a professional. I'm not talking to movie stars. I'm not talking to radio DJs, things like that. I'm talking to just regular people and I want them to hear a conversation that you and I have had, you know, or, or something you and I've done. I mean, heck, we had hours of conversations in a car with Carlos Alvarez going to all the WOE events. And, and there was great, it was great info. It was great info. Even, with even the, with the bearded Lewis. scanner, with the bearded, the bearded scanner, scanner in the car, Lewis. Lewis. Hey, so I'll, I'll give you a quick story, a little side story here. And, and I want to get Lewis on at some point, but the thing was, I've never had a chance to sit in a car with somebody who did retail arbitrage. And Lewis was so nice to answer every single question. I asked him about money. I asked him about tools how you do it, what do you do, what stores you go to. It was the coolest thing. So, you know, it's one of those things that I'd, lo I'd love to get Carlos on some point if he's willing to share and, and talk about those type of things that I asked him. But th that's how things get brought up, right? That's how connections get made. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting off the podcast subject. So, uh, no, no, yes. no, no, no. Okay, so really quick, so we can move on to a different subject. I feel sure. like a lot of the listeners know you no Gatita. They, they go to a lot of these Amazon e-commerce events and your wife goes to a lot of these events and she's super cool. So do you mind the, their podcast listeners here? Do you mind mentioning the podcast name that your wife has? So anybody here yeah, wants to check it out? Absolutely. Can... Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, she wanted to do, just give you a little preference. She wanted to do a little background on, uh, I'm sorry, she, the background of the podcast and where she came up with it was she wanted to always want to start one. Uh, she wanted it to be like a women's empowerment, not necessarily in the e-com industry. Uh, she's had uh, different guests on there from uh, real estate agents uh, to health and fitness type people to yes, a bunch of the e-commerce uh, beautiful ladies out there that we all know and love. Um, so it's called Pockets of Knowledge. Uh, really cool thing is she came up with that name without me, narrowed it down to two. We went to PickFu and, and actually had a vote done on it based on the description she wrote. She went and secured both names, uh, both .coms before that. And then actually I had uh, Dolly create a logo for it that I uh, took a couple different logos and tied it together. So Pockets of Knowledge with my wife, Desiree Stanley. So yeah, you guys can look that up. Um, really cool stuff in there. Uh, I don't know if she'll ever switch it from ladies uh, empowerment, but uh, that's fine by me. She absolutely is an amazing job, but you want to look, listen to probably a better quality one. And she's learning as she goes too. So, you know, I, I went and got her an intro and outro, which by the way, AI, AI did the intro and the outro. Yes, the voice is AI driven because uh, I didn't have time. I had two hours to get ready before I left. So, but it's, oh, that, it's that, a great podcast. Check it out. 
That's amazing. I haven't listened to it yet, actually. So I'm going to make sure I do that. Okay. So I'll link to the podcast episode um, in the description. But so if anybody's driving, they don't have to pull over or do anything dangerous. Uh, later on, just go into the show notes and it'll be there. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the benefits of an e-commerce brand? So we're going to just bunch Amazon e-commerce together. I feel like some sure. people require them to be separate, but um, an Amazon e-commerce brand, what would be the benefit of for a brand to start a podcast? Um, it seems obvious for service providers. It's like, oh, I'm going to drop a lot of knowledge about Amazon SEO and I sell Amazon SEO services. So I get the connection. Yeah. For someone that it's not so obvious and they sell physical products, we could just say bonsai products, if you will, or whatever you want. Sure. What, sure. What, what, what do you think the benefits are for someone, for, for a brand like that to start a podcast? Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, a lot of it has to do with, and I've used this phrase before, and Carlos, you probably heard me use this, is people shop on Amazon, they 100%. If, if they're going to look for something, they go to amazon.com and they search for the product. After they've got the product, if they want to know more about it, they usually Google. They usually Google the brand name or the product name to find out more about it. You know, Bonsai, our, our, our buddy Tom, right? So for Tom, he's, he's already looking at YouTube. That's one of the things I've always suggested is he's you know working on some YouTube stuff because maybe somebody wants to know how to clip it, how to water it, how much soil do I put in? Is there a certain blend of soil of two different types or something? So, you know, sticking with that subject, I mean, Tom could have, you know, different people on that are professional uh, bonsai people. And I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure there's ones that are professionals at growing bonsai plants, maybe how they trim them, maybe uh, how they shape them, you know, uh, I, I'm not a professional bonsai, so I probably can't go super deep. But if I was like, hey, I really want to dive deep into the bonsai plant industry slash uh, world and learn more about it because uh, that's where I want to go and that's what I'm passionate about. I, sure, I'm going to go find YouTube videos to watch, but if I'm in the car driving or maybe I'm on an airplane, I want to listen to people talk about that. Now, if you sell something, let, let's, uh, you know, there's plenty of people out there selling vitamins and stuff, right? Maybe you have an entire podcast uh, with different people on that have used your vitamins, how it's helped them. Uh, maybe a doctor that talks about the benefits of the vitamins. Uh, you know, it, a lot of it's going to be you having to reach out and find the people that are in that space if you're going to start a podcast. It's not necessarily, and not that there isn't some podcast like this. Sure, could you do the podcast yourself and talk about all of it yourself because you're the expert in it? Sure, you could. And there is podcasts out there like that. I see it more as a benefit to have people on to kind of interact with. Like you and I both have been doing podcasts a long time and we're talking about podcasts. I've got tips I'm going to share. Carlos got tips he's going to share. And you're going to learn from this. Uh, we're going to help give you shortcuts at the end here with a bunch of different products you could buy to make your podcast great. I've already mentioned Anchor, uh, which I still use to this day, by the way. It's just uh, podcast, Spotify for podcast or something like that now. Um, so same thing, right? So if I wanted to learn uh, uh, more about vitamins, uh, I want to listen to this. Maybe there's a health benefit to it. Maybe there's a doctor on there talking about it or somebody who specializes in those vitamins or what the benefits of it are. Maybe I'm an athlete and I find out this vitamin or this uh, you know, particular um, item works better for me, you know, help me with uh, reduced fatigue or something like that. So it really is going to be a niche, right? And, and that's okay. If you're starting a podcast thinking it's going to blow up and you're going to be the next Howard Stern or whoever else is huge in podcast world, 
uh, yeah, probably not not a good idea. If you're if you're there to more be helpful and help other people, and that's your goal is to help others and share information with them, a podcast is right for you. Now, how does that work into your brand? I see it as a bigger part of your brand, right? You're trying to build out this brand. You you you're killing it on Amazon. People are going when if you either go to sell your brand. They want to know what have you done? What what bigger? Do you own your all your handles on all the different social medias, right? And maybe also on a podcast and on YouTube. Now, when people search for your brand, guess what comes up? It comes up first of all. Usually, your website comes up unless you're doing paid social, right, or paid media. Paid, then your website, then some of your social handles. But before some of your social handles, usually your YouTube videos will show up. Now, if your YouTube videos are about podcasts, people might see that and go listen to the podcast. You're getting a whole different audience usually, not always, but usually over in the podcast world. There are usually people that maybe or maybe not watching YouTube, maybe or maybe not they're searching for your brand, but they are searching for a subject that your brand could be about. So again, if they're searching for, let's say, vitamins that help with running or something like that, if maybe you did a podcast about that with a, a specialist who talks about it. Maybe it's a runner that talks about, you know, things that have helped them. Just like we're talking about right now, maybe you search this and you're like, man, when is Carlos and Rob going to get to all these great microphones and things I need to use to do my podcast? So, which they're coming, it's coming. So yeah, that, that's the way to kind of build out your brand from using a podcast. Sweet. What, what about that technical? That's actually what I want to get into next. Cause I feel like that's sure. That's actually what held me back. Like the only reason I haven't been podcasting now since like 2015 is I was just too intimidated of the tech. I bought, I must've been trying to build out like a Michael Jackson studio, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> really like yeah. it, it was unreal. And at the end of it, when I started, I used none of it. Like I started with a, a USB mic and yep. all my podcasts have been in front of a computer. So I'd either use QuickTime player or for a Mac, or I'd be on Zoom if it was with a guest. But yep. since then, it's 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 evolved a lot. Like this mic I'm using now is not a USB mic. I have a board. But what? Yep. Where where are you at with your tech? Like where did you kind of start? You touched on that a little bit. Like where are you at now with your tech? Yeah, let's let's start with microphones and let's start with beginners, right? If you're just starting, you don't want to invest thousands of dollars into this yet. Um, you want to make sure it's something that is going to be successful. Uh, I mean, you're welcome to, and we will cover that. But if you're a beginner, uh, my wife, like I said, just started four, four months ago. She's using my old uh, Blue Yeti mic still. Now I did put a, a cover over it, meaning it's like a spit filter, they call it. Uh, just kind of keeps that pop pop from happening. Um, but that's a, a lot of times that's almost built in now. So I'd recommend two mics, the, the Blue Yetis, uh, any one of those, there's a couple different versions. There's an older school style and there's a new USB one. It just literally plugs straight into your computer and you can go with it there. Sure, actually, S-H-U-R-E, if I'm not mistaken, right? Let me look at my microphone, S-H-U-R-E. Yes, so probably that's the, that's the one that Carlos and I are using kind of a higher end version of the Sure. They actually have an entry level version that's a USB that's actually pretty good. It's getting really good it's reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's it's not too expensive. It's going to be just a bit more than that Blue Yeti. Um, if you're just starting, though, Blue Yeti has a $99 microphone that works absolutely amazing. 
again, just get what they call a spit filter. If you're looking at this video, if you're just listening, it's kind of like a foam cover that goes over the mic itself. Um, or you can get little shields that go in front. I usually recommend the phone cover. It's a little easier. So I'd take a look at the Blue Yeti or the Sure, uh, the Sure entry level. Uh, there's a name for it. Uh, I'll have to, re I can't remember what it is right off the line, but I think it's around so, 199. Yeah. So at that point, you have something that plugs into your computer. And technically, if you're not also doing video, that's it. Yep. Like, right. That's it. As far as the tech, like, yep. And that these are good mics that you're mentioning too. Like, and the audio is important. It's not like we're saying you're going to have junk audio. Like, you're, yeah. Most people who don't have the experience of other mics or listen to a lot of podcasts with phenomenal audio, they may not even notice the difference. Like they won't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So if someone's going to start starting again, what are they going to use for, for video? You think the webcam well, is enough? Let, let's DSLR? back up slightly. And, I, and, and I'm apologizing. I'm not looking directly at the screen because what I want to do is give them the name of this software. So if you're starting, let's say with the, uh, with something simple like a $99 microphone from Yeti, right? And you're not looking to do video. Uh, there is a great little piece of software you could use to get started. Now it's just like any other software though. It, it, it's, got, it's got a learning curve, but don't, but don't they all, right? So uh, the, the name of the software you wanna use is Audacity. Okay, that'll help you with recording. So get that $99 microphone, go download, Audacity, which is free, by the way, it's Audacity is free and just start recording into that. You can edit the audio in there, everything. So there's your basics. That's your basics right there. Uh, then where to upload, uh, we already talked about that, right? You're going to go to Anchor or, or podcast for uh, Spotify or Spotify for podcast. Look it up. It's not that hard to find. It's a free account. It's not going to cost you a dime. That will automatically, once you upload the audio, it will put it out to Am, uh, Apple's podcast. Let's face it. I know there's a ton of them out there, but Apple podcast is the number one besides probably Spotify. Automatically, it's going to throw you on about five different ones, including Spotify and Apple podcast. You're done. Now start coming up with content, but that's, that's a basic setup right there. $99 blue Yeti using audacity to record and then using anchor or uh, podcast for Spotify. There's your three things. And I mean, you're technically now looking at literally being into this for a hundred bucks, um, then content away. I mean, so th there you go. Now, go ahead. Touch on the video. Um, so yeah. no one gets too intimidated on that part. Yeah. So video wise, uh, you're going to need, I, I'm using a webcam, Carlos. I don't know if you're using, it's like DSLR. A, a, yeah, DSLR. Okay. So Logitech or Logi, they call it, uh, makes a really good webcam. I think around the $99 range. Um, don't remember the exact brand I got. It's a 1080p. Um, so you could definitely get something like that or any, probably any webcam probably work. Um, set that's up what nice I use for my first hundred episodes. I use the Logitech, yeah. um, 1080p. Yep. So get a Logitech 1080p, probably going to run you about $99. Uh, zoom has a free account. That's good for 45 minutes. So if you feel like you're not going to go more than that, you can use zoom for free. Now, the only reason I would slightly stay away from Zoom is because there's a lot of editing involved. So if you're good at editing, go ahead and use Zoom. If you're going to have to hire somebody to edit or go on Fiverr or Upworks or whatever it is, maybe stay away from it. Once I switched over to StreamYard, I absolutely love it. It, it has a free account. 
Um, it does have a limited amount of time. I don't think recording time, but I think overall, but it also will allow you to extract the audio or the audio and the video or just the video. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I would take a look at StreamYard. I'm actually starting to shift my wife over to StreamYard. Uh, that would involve me being home a little longer to help teach her how to do it. But uh, definitely uh, switching her over to StreamYard. She is using Zoom right now. She's doing, she taught herself how to edit on the Mac and has been doing it that way. But uh, there you go. Just a, a simple webcam. The microphone we already talked about, you're talking $200 now. Audacity is free if you want to go the audio route. StreamYard has a free version. Zoom has a 45-minute limit free version. Um, and realistically, I would, I, there's no reason for you to go past about 30, 40 minutes when you're getting started on a podcast. What do you think, Carlos? Uh, what would you add to that? I, I love that. I, I actually was concerned in the pre, before doing my first podcast, I was very concerned that I would have five minutes of stuff to talk about. And in reality, I've learned it's actually harder. It's much harder to do a high quality, shorter episode than it is to do a longer episode like the time goes really fast um so yeah no I, I i agree you you said something i want to touch on briefly and then i really want to get into um and and start and start wrapping it up after this but i really want to start getting into uh after this the you know more the, the other part i hear a lot and, and was a stress for me like what do i talk about and how do i promote this thing but but before that you mentioned you travel a lot which is more true with you than anybody else I know. Uh, I think you've like dropped three countries and a few states in here just on this episode. Um, what, how are you approaching that? I feel like I know the answer here, but I, I want to hear it from you. Like, sure. Say you have a weekly release, but you're traveling all over the place and you know, your Logitech may not, it can go with you, but um, are you recording in all of these places or are, what's your solution to that? So you can keep your publishing schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So I did used to actually take a portable microphone and actually a secondary video camera and a stand and everything to shoot in hotel rooms and do the podcast and the video, everything. And that was just becoming too much. Uh, it was, it was a lot to carry. It was a lot to being on different time zones, trying to figure out when is that episode going to air. Even at one point I was actually doing live, like when we had the, uh, say yourself on or something, We'd go stream yard, stream yard live to all social media platforms. You want to talk about don't make a mistake and you got to keep something flowing and you got to edit on the fly. That was really tough. So what we've done is I'm going to go over all the stuff I'm using. I'm using a Shure, let's see, microphone SM7B. Shure SM7B. That's a, a pretty high-end microphone. You have to have a condenser. You have to have a switchboard. Like there's all kinds of stuff that goes with it to give it this amazing output. Um, build up to that. There's no need to go, go right into that right now. Even though you're like, hey, the audio's amazing on it. Don't go there yet. Uh, we're using StreamYard. Uh, not quite enterprise edition, but we're quite high up there because we're, we're actually streaming to about seven or eight different platforms, LinkedIn, uh, two YouTube channels, four different uh, Facebook things. Uh, it, it's pretty crazy what we do there. Now, the reason StreamYard, StreamYard just came out with a new feature, a couple of new features. I'll mention them right now. It allows me to record. So A, I can record. I can do a little editing if I need be. If I start coughing or something, I could edit that or if anything happens. Um, basically, once that's done, 
I can turn around and schedule it to go live. So if you see me live and you see me at a trade show, I've already had this happen. I was at a show and somebody goes, Rob, you just went live. And they were laughing at me. No, it's what I did is I used, I scheduled it to go live and uh, it'll basically play it. Now it's been a bit edited. Now, a lot of times I've got it down now. We have an intro and outro. Now intro and outros, by the way, I had it made at Fiverr. I went and found a guy, I loved his voice, wrote a little script for him, what to say. He went and said it. He added some background music that was uh, royalty free um, and got it done. I literally play it with a little bit of imaging I made on Canvas. And yeah, that's Canvas. And Canvas intro, here comes Lisa and I or myself or Lisa, depending who's on the show. Here's our guest. Now guest, I went and set up, I learned how to do Google Forms and set up a landing page for Google Forms where the, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, potential uh, person that's gonna be on the show goes and fills out all their information, adds their headshot, adds their logo. They put in what subject they wanna talk about, the questions. Now we usually do modify it slightly here and there. Uh, I try to tweak it for SEO purposes on the title and we have it all put in. So there's a scroll that runs along the bottom. We got a nice intro. Lisa and I kind of kick it off. We start talking. Now we already know what questions we're talking about. Of course, I also free form it a lot. I mean, I've been in this industry. Um, I, Lisa and I had somebody on doing financials and we didn't have a single question outside of their questions because well, that's not our area. <laughs> but so StreamYard allows you to do all this stuff. We have a ending. So guess what? When I'm done, probably 99.9% .9 of the time, it's ready. It's ready for YouTube. It's ready to be scheduled. So that's where we're able to schedule while I'm traveling. So that uh, it's all StreamYard based. It's all their tools from there. They actually just implemented new tools now that I could clip the video that we just did and make 30, 40 second little reels. And uh, what's the other thing that's hot right now? Reels and shorts. And it integrates with Instagram and integrates with YouTube. And I can put those up or schedule to even put those up. And that is so cool. That is great stuff. Still using my 1080p Logitech webcam. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's my entire setup. If I miss something, message me. You can message me and I'll, I'll give you a, every bit of equipment I'm using, everything you want. What about promotion? What's been your, let's say your single best, or you can mention a few if you'd like, if you'd rather, uh, your, your, your best way to promote these episodes you've already done. Somebody told me, that, well, somebody told me that's how shows how intimate you get with somebody who's a podcast host, right? There's a podcast I listened to who said content is king. Yep. Distribution is queen. Yep. No, that's true. That's hundred percent true. So, so backing up slightly, uh, part of StreamYard is I can make an announcement 24 hours before I go live and it'll go out to all social media platforms and post, uh, that, Hey, you can come watch this on this date. You can come listen to this, uh, you know, podcast, that whole thing. So I actually love just using the built-in feature in StreamYard to announce when I'm going to have a guest on 24 hours before. By the way, even when I'm scheduling that guest, I can still schedule that announcement. Um, we also have an email uh, pre-scheduled that is, goes out to the uh, person that's going to be on, asking them to promote it also. And then, of course, after uh, we ask for them to basically keep promoting it. Now, I do have now where the audio and the video go live pretty much the same time. I do have it slightly different. I schedule the audio podcast to go live at 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time because I want to make sure it takes about an hour, sometimes two hours for it to get onto the Apple podcast and be live. And then I usually have 10 o'clock. I found 10 o'clock on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 
a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 1 p.m. East Coast time, seems to be a really good time. But also think about the audience I'm going after. I'm going after usually the Amazon seller community. So think about when they're working. They're working Monday through Friday. No, I know you all work seven days a week. So let me take that back. You're on your computer, most likely Monday through Friday. I'm trying to catch you uh, East Coast people right after lunch, the 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific, uh, Pacific Standard Time people before they go to lunch. You know, if it's maybe early lunch, maybe they just got done checking their emails. So they're going to be more of a chance for them to tune in and watch or listen. The 4 a.m., the reason the 4 a.m. is because I want people to be able to load that audio podcast onto their phone or their device before they get on a plane, before they get in their car so they can listen to it on the road. So there's a couple of little hints there on, on tips that you want to kind of take advantage of. Did I miss something, Carlos? Sure. What else? No, no, no. You you nailed it. What what, do, what about um? How are you picking your topics? Like, what's so the? I, you, have I, you heard other people say like, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, I have, I have. So a lot of times, uh, you know, our specific podcast, uh, the Selenomics podcast, is actually targeting more uh, our partners. Uh, so usually they're coming in talking about a subject already. So we did too, just to kind of split it up a little bit. I only have an audio podcast one day a week. The second one, uh, Yoni came up with a name called uh, Show Us What You Got. Uh, we didn't want to use the word demo, but it's basically a demo day. Um, but we wanted to have something kind of unique. So show us what you got. And they get literally about 20, 30 minutes to run through a demo, run through a uh, slide presentation. So that is a very specific one that's done on Tuesdays. The Thursday is our audio podcast. Um, the Tuesday one is never on the audio. It's strictly visual, strictly YouTube driven. Uh, the Thursday one is both uh, YouTube and audio driven. So every week we have a podcast come out on Thursdays um, and it's it's been working out really well. Yeah, and then another thing I do is uh, once it, it has come out, I also do a follow-up email with the person to ask them to leave a review over on Apple Podcast. Uh, no terms of service says it can't do it. It's just an email to our person who was on. They're always happy to do it. I actually stepped them through and I stole this from uh, somebody actually. Step them through how to go and leave. Model. You say modeled. Modeled. Yeah. Modeled. <laughs> Good person. And I told them, by the way, I took it. They were happy with it. So they, they said it was not a problem. So it was very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So definitely, uh, definitely there's, there's some tips right there to kind of take a look at and, and use. I love it, man. Thank you so much for sharing uh, Absolutely. All, all the podcast wisdom you have here. Uh, can, you, can you speak briefly on uh, Gatita? Katita is actually yeah. a, a, a huge supporter of Wizards of Ecom community, uh, an amazing sponsor. And you actually probably have a code or something we could share here that could technically Absolutely. pay and some for this podcast episode, that the, this podcast show that they could be creating that will be bringing them even more money. So uh, can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So ju just a quick background. So my Sellernomics is actually owned by myself. It's trademarked uh, by me. And it's fully uh, supported by Gatita uh, and the only sponsor that will be on it. <laughs> so that's a great thing. But uh, yes, uh, everybody, if you're an Amazon seller out there, and you're looking to get refunds and reimbursements and having issues with the warehouse. So you ship items in, say a thousand items, and Amazon says they only got 990 units. There's missing units there. What Gatita does is we help you file that paperwork to get refunds and reimbursements back, uh, usually at like a blended retail price over the last... Uh, I think it's 30 days, could be a little more. Uh, you'll get it almost like you sold it. And then minus Amazon's fees. Uh, what happens with Katita is we're not a month-to-month -month service. We're strictly performance-based. 
which means that we only take a percentage if we get you a refund back. If we don't get your refund, it doesn't cost you anything. The other thing I would take a look at, industry winning dashboard, uh, highest recovery rate in the industry. Yes, we are beating everybody else out there as far as getting you back the most amount of money. So don't be fooled by uh, you know low rates. Uh, it's more about how much money you can get back. Also take a look at our new introduced, uh, I guess this may be a first time it's being said in public, uh, at least on a podcast. So take a look at our DocMaster and DocMaster Pro. So DocMaster will help you with uh, those packing slips and generate them within our dashboard. Uh, that's actually, I think it's either trademarked or even, I don't know, the, whatever the word is. We, we protected it. Let's put it that way. How cool is that? So if you want to try us out, head on over to gatita.com forward slash W-O-E which is Wizards of Ecom, but make sure, don't put Wizards of Ecom, put W-O-E, getida.com, G-E-T-I-D-A.com, forward slash W-O-E for Wizards of Ecom. You get the first $400 to try us out. No long-term commitment, no contract. If you get the $400 back and you want to leave, you're welcome to leave, but hopefully you stick around, so. Thank you, man. The, what is your favorite book? Or, or, or like, what have you read recently? Uh, I like to ask, because I, I may have asked you before what your favorite book is and what is the best way for listeners to reach you? Yeah, absolutely. So favorite book, um, I actually read several re recently. Probably last time you had on, I probably said I, I like watching uh, or reading articles on the web, which I still do. But with all the travel, I have switched to some books. Uh, big shout out to uh, Sean Hart from Post Purchase Pro. He Every time he has a book, he gives me one. I think I even had one that wasn't even released and I was literally on the plane editing it for him because <laughs> I was finding misspellings and things like that. Uh, the most recent book, actually, this came a uh, way of um, the Titan people. Uh, and they actually, somebody over at Titan, when I was at one of the Titan meetups in Cancun suggested it. It's called Good to Great by Jim Collins. So I don't know if you can see it, but Good to Great by Jim Collins. One of my just favorite books. that. Yeah, I just finished it. A very, very interesting. Um, I'm not going to say that it's necessarily e-commerce related, but it's more entrepreneur, like just mindset, how you think mindset wise and things that are going on out there and how companies went from being good to great and what kind of factors were in play. And it, it's very cool. I, I don't want to give a ton of it away. I'm sure it's highly on Amazon. Recommend. I know it's on Amazon because that's where I went and bought it. So <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend it. And best way for somebody to reach you? Yeah, it's really easy. I'm all over social media. It's usually Rob Stanley, R-O-B-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y, or sometimes Robbie, R-O-B-B-Y, Stanley. Uh, you can also reach out to me directly at rob at katita.com. So R-O-B at G-E-T-I-D-A.com, rob at katita.com. Happy to answer any any uh, emails that come in as long as I'm home. Uh, got more travel coming up, but uh, definitely happy uh, to you know answer any questions come in social media or email. Thank you so much for your time, Rob. Make sure everybody listening to this, check out Sellernomics. It's a great podcast. I Appreciate have an episode it. coming out uh, soon, um, maybe yep. like in the next few weeks. So you yep. get to hear me over there. Uh, also make sure to check out katita.com slash WOE to get that 400 bucks and start getting some of that money that Amazon owes you. Uh, finally, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope this episode, if anything, demystified you know, part of the starting a whole, starting a podcast and what's real and what's not. Um, and hopefully you are starting a podcast of your own. If this episode motivated you to do that, reach out. I'd love to have you on the show, talk about that and get you some of your first listeners. So thank you again, Rob, so much for being on the show and sharing your time. I know you're extremely busy 
and you happen to be home. So I'm going to let you get back to that and work. And with that, I'll talk to everybody next week.